Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if we look at all teams and power five conferences that are bowl eligible. So two criteria. Where does Oklahoma's defense rank amongst those teams? Dead last. If they're <laughs> You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 The new playoff rankings came out, RJ, on Tuesday night, as they usually do. No real surprises in the top four, but Oklahoma staying ahead of Ohio State has major implications on this show between Brad Powers and you, RJ. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if there are major implications, right? Because the theory is that, oh, what the committee does in the penultimate week, the week before the final week, matters. We've seen in the past, it's all a preamble that means nothing because they are going to put the committee, the four teams they want in, and no one's going to – listen, when you are unwilling to say what your criteria is for your rankings, that's really tantamount to saying we're going to rank these teams however we want, and you got nothing to say about it. Because how can you argue if we don't even tell you what our criteria is? That's an ultimate power play. We're not even going to tell you what we're doing this based upon. 
How are you going to argue against this? Now, listen, some talk radio guys are going to try, right? But there's really no rationale to that because how do you argue? Colin might be saying, oh, the matchup between Oklahoma and Alabama would be better TV. Well, who said that was a factor, right? That's a kind of a cynical way to look at it, you ask me. And maybe cynicism's realistic, but okay. Another's going to say, well, who's the four best teams? Well, we know that's not the case. That's not what they're judging. Another could be who had the best season, the most accomplished seasons. That's what I think they do generally. So, Brad, our bet is simple. Our bet is if Ohio State wins, and we made it on the show yesterday, and Oklahoma wins, what's the chance Ohio State gets in? What's the chance Oklahoma gets in? If only one of them do, and that's very likely because Notre Dame's in. We're assuming Bama's going to win, big favorites, almost two touchdowns. And Clemson is what, almost, th- what, 28 now? Yeah, it's almost up to 28. All right, so there's one spot left. If Oklahoma wins, if Ohio State wins, who gets in? Now, you gave me, I took the Buckeyes. You gave me five to one, five to one. Now, from what you saw yesterday, with Oklahoma staying ahead in the rankings, does that make you how much? Obviously, that's a good thing for you. How much more optimistic? I would say I'm very more optimistic now. Very me, more optimistic. Well, he's so, he's so optimistic. He lost all language skills. Yeah. No, I'm thinking because I, I'll fully admit I made a bad market price bet. No question about that's the, the only five bets I make is good market price. If you're betting me, yes, I know. it's a bad market price bet. But now that I've gotten you know further clarification, one more data point with Oklahoma being ahead of Ohio State, I'm thinking I'm at least closer to the market price as far as that five to one. Okay. Oh, boy, Fess, think about that a second. Like your goal is things go your way with the committee, and now your bet's bad, but it's not really bad. I love being in my spot. Now, here's the question, though. You our college football expert, Vegas style, Brad Powers. What is it? I don't want to hear your opinion about who should make the playoffs. I'm interested in what's make what makes you so confident that Oklahoma with one loss gets in over Ohio State with one loss? Because the fact you bet it at 5-1 to one is a sign that you're very confident. I know you won't agree with me, but I think it's the psychology of the two teams' losses. On one hand, you have an Ohio State team, not only one loss, a 29-point loss against a mediocre Purdue team. Tough so overcoming P- Purdue, that. What bowl are they going to? That Foster, Foster Farms Bowl. Some hmm. mediocre. So, so you're saying a, a, a bowl team? A bowl team. Okay, interesting. Now, we did this yesterday. Let's do it quickly. Let's assume... Oklahoma beats Texas. Let's assume Ohio State beats Northwestern. At that point, what are the two best wins for Oklahoma? Two best wins would be Texas and West Virginia in their last two games. And at that point, what would be the two best wins for Ohio State? Uh, Against Michigan and on the road against Penn State. How would you compare those two? Ohio State would have better wins. Okay, interesting. So it's all about they had a bad game. And we can't forgive him for it. Well, part two of the psychology would oh, be... Oh, well, hold on. You yeah. gave your presentation. Now there's a part two? Well, the part two is Oklahoma, the psychology of Oklahoma getting the opportunity to avenge their only loss. I think that's a significant factor. Against a team that's not very good, Texas. Texas is top 20. Heck, they're, they're right up there in the top 15 of the playoff rankings. No, no, I'm not saying they're a horrible team. I'm saying they're not that good. 
Penn, and on on those clarifications, Penn State is really not that good. Yeah, but Penn State's Ohio State's second best win. Texas is their first best win. Texas is their second best win. Oh, West Virginia. On oh, the road so you're saying you win. think Texas and Penn State are about the same right now? Yeah, maybe Penn State a point better. And, how, and what would the line be between Michigan and West Virginia? Let's just look at the the best mm. wins. Mm. <laughs> Over Michigan. a touchdown. No, no, I'd bet West Virginia, but that, that Michigan probably four-point favorite. So, Fez, your thoughts on this? I do think that Oklahoma, all things going according to Hoyle, so Oklahoma wins by about eight points, Ohio State wins by about 14. Then I think Brad is okay on his bet because I do think it's very <laughs> so it's likely. once again, if everything goes uh, if everything his way, goes, okay. Okay. Well, this is an important concept because if everything goes as completely expected, then Oklahoma, I think, by a narrow margin is going to get voted in. But the problem is I don't think you're pricing in enough variance here where, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say it, if Ohio State covers, if they exceed expectations, win by more than 15, and Oklahoma does not meet expectations, wins by less than eight, all of a sudden I think we're having a wild conversation, and it is 50-50 who gets in. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. I do think this is super telling about is it good wins that matter or is it avoiding bad losses? When I'm power ranking a team, and again, we're back to, well, you're trying to assess who's the better team, not who had the more accomplished season. That's why the uh, this being ambiguous is such a negative. Like if the committee could just say what they're doing, it would help this conversation so much. But again, they don't give a care. They are saying we're going to do it our way. And what are you going to do about it? Now, I personally, when I'm power ranking a team, I want to see the good wins. When a team loses a game, you just don't expect them to lose. It's an aberration. It's some, Something happened. Maybe it was fluky play. Maybe it was something that wasn't obvious with the psychology, with injuries. But you can't get lucky. Like when Ohio State dominates Michigan, there's no way that's anything but Ohio State having a great game. When Ohio State loses to Purdue, I don't think it tells you as much. And, Fez, let me ask you. You make your living creating power rankings for the NFL. When Minnesota lost to the Bills, did that tell you as much as, let's say, if Minnesota goes in and beats New England, which would be a great win this weekend, and we're going to be previewing that game in a second, would that tell you more or less about Minnesota than them losing as 17-point favorites to the Bills? It will tell me more, and that's a great point, RJ, because evaluating where a team's A game will be, because let's face it, in the playoffs, that's what we're really looking at. Or even the normal it. game, because... Obviously, Ohio State hasn't played great even in some other spots, but they've still got the wins. But Oklahoma has – I mean, Oklahoma against Army. <laughs> so, what, what was the score of that game? Army? Uh, 28-21 in overtime. And oh, They went to overtime, overtime. with Army. Uh-huh. Last thing. If you look at the odds, and the betting market is speaking on this, right now Ohio State at most books has a better chance to win the national title than Oklahoma. So, Fez, I don't understand how it could possibly be that Oklahoma is some huge favor if they both win if Ohio State has better odds at most books to win the title. Because if they get in, we've already established if Oklahoma gets in, their chance of winning it is about the same as Ohio State's. And so it's not, oh, once they get in, Ohio State has a better. No, no. It's about even, we think. 
So really, the odds are all about who's going to get in. And the marketplace is saying Ohio State has a better chance to get in. Now, there is a caveat. If Oklahoma loses and Ohio State wins, obviously Ohio State's getting in. And Oklahoma has the tougher game. They're only favored by about a touchdown. Ohio State's favored by two touchdowns. So you got to give a little bit of consideration to that. But even if you consider that, the market is saying if these two teams both win, the market's saying it's about a coin flip. And I was shocked by this because what I expected to see, I thought it would be like Oklahoma around 20 to 1 and Ohio State double that around 40 to 1. And that's not what it is. Clear the bet the betting markets are telling you there's a good shot the Buckeyes could get in over Oklahoma if they both win. And they're telling us something else. They're saying RJ's got a heck of a bet. <laughs> and that's and that's what we like. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's start in the Big 12 title game where Oklahoma right now on pregame.com is an eight and a half point favorite over Texas. All right, so up a little bit, Brad. Mm-hmm. What's your early handicap here? Let's break down the key factors in the game. Well, number one is Texas is built personnel-wise and tactically as far as what they do schematically. Different than any other team in the Big 12, Texas being different. Where do we see it show up? In these matchups against Oklahoma, last last six times these two teams have faced one another, Texas has covered all six and by a significant margin. How about this? Six straight covers by 14 points per game, exceeding expectation. All right, so I think you're exactly right. One way I tend to say it is, looking from the other perspective, Oklahoma is built to beat, to dominate Big 12 teams. Texas is the least Big 12-y of all the Big 12 teams. Number two, second factor in the game. For me, it's this, and it's starting to get a lot of play now at this point, but Tom Herman, the Texas head coach, has a now significant track record and a great performance as an underdog. As a head coach, 12-1 and against the number. Kind of, you know, a guy that when he's in the underdog role is going to take a a persona. We, we, We don't deserve to be a dog. We're better than that. Kind of a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. And actually going back to his days as an offensive coordinator, any teams that he's coached, Tom Herman, 23-1 and one against the spread in the underdog role. Last question, and this is one you don't expect, so take a second if you need it. If we look at all teams in Power 5 conferences that, make, that are bowl eligible, so two criteria. You've won six games, you're in a major conference. So, for example, Purdue is on this list, correct? Yes. All right. Where does Oklahoma's defense rank amongst those teams? Dead last. If there, if there's any sort of maybe, maybe I'd have to you know argument and be Wake Forest, but Wake Forest fired their DC, and unlike Oklahoma, Wake Forest's D after that firing in their DC has played much better. So what you're saying is the team that you laid minus five hundred on, <laughs> yeah, amongst the teams that play big boys and can win at least half their games. Your team is the worst on one side of the ball. There's only two sides of the yeah. ball. They're the worst. But they're the best, arguably best offense in the history of college football from Fez's yards per play that he loves so much. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs> Guys, uh, we go to the Big Ten title game now where Ohio State is a 14.5-point favorite over Northwestern. 
All right, same question. Let's break it down. It's early. We'll have our picks later in the week. Though we're not hiding anything. You're leaning Texas, right? Yeah, absolutely. Backing up this game. Oh, I, I'm more than leaning. I like Ohio State here to get some margin. And, and when you're laying two touchdowns, it's all about the emotion, the psychology. Do you want to get margin? Well, we both think, I think anyone here at this table thinks Ohio State, if they want to get to the playoff, needs some margin here. They can't struggle with Northwestern. The only caveat being if Oklahoma loses that earlier game. But say Oklahoma struggles a little bit with Texas in that earlier meeting. Ohio State is the type of team, and specifically Urban Meyer is the type of coach that will not be afraid to keep that foot on the gas pedal. I like the Buckeyes here on a fast track. And to me, this could cut both ways the desire for margin for Ohio State. On one hand, you know the motivation will be there. You know that the intensity and keeping the foot on the gas if they get up 21 will be there. Okay, pro margin. On the other hand, we've all had experiences. If it's shooting pool uh, and you got to run 15 straight balls, your chance when you have to run 15 straight for some reason goes way down than if you just ran because you're thinking about mm. – not this play, but how do we get up 21? Well, you only get up 21, one play at a time. And it's hard for kids especially to put that into perspective, that it's just let's play each play as hard as we can. If they do that because of the motivation, great for the Buckeyes. But if they're trying to have 14-point plays, there are no 14-point plays, right? So I think it can cut both ways. So this might sound crazy, but Fez, I'll let you kind of be the peer review. I think this wouldn't be a winning bet, but I think it could be break even, even with the VIG. If we got some decent odds on Ohio State winning by 28, right? So let's say, what, 8-1 to one maybe or something? Like a pleaser, they call that, right? And then also look to play Northwestern on the money line. So I think the odds of an extreme result, either Northwestern winning the game because Ohio State's trying to make 14-point plays, or Ohio State winning by four touchdowns plus are both higher probability because the Buckeyes are approaching this game wanting margin, needing margin so much. Yeah, I agree. And also, let's look at this Buckeyes team, RJ. All year long, they have been as variable team as you'll ever see. They Motivationally. Motivational and performance-wise, they get they, they almost lose straight up to Maryland. They barely beat Nebraska. They lose. They get blown out of Purdue, and they crush Michigan. How many times are we going to mention that Purdue, you think, in one show? <laughs> a little much. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Guys, we're going to take an early look ahead at Fox's Thursday night game. It is the Saints at the Cowboys, New Orleans, a seven and a half point favorite on the road. So, Fez, we got about two and a half minutes. So, I want you to give me the third, because what I want to do more than debate you is I want to give a counterpoint because you gave your best bet, early Tuesday best bet, which has been outstanding. Let's give credit where credit's due. Outstanding. On Dallas plus seven and a half. I think you're missing a key part of this handicap that makes it a no bet. 30 seconds on what your handicap was yesterday. Yeah, the point spread tax on the Saints is hitting a epic proportion. They're 9-0 straight up and 9-0 against the spread, and the odds makers are tired, frankly, of the betters winning, so they're jacking up the point spreads on this team. Example, just two weeks ago, the Saints were home against the Eagles. The Saints were laying seven. Now they're on the road against Dallas, and they're laying seven to seven and a half. Okay, so the theory is 
though at the time the Eagles were probably considered a better team than Dallas, but not that much. Not better. that much, a so little you, bit. So you're saying maybe the, the Saints have been upgraded like five points in the last handful of games. Yes, they have had some impressive games, no doubt. All right, couple things make me pause here. I think unequivocally you've got the value unequivocally, but let's look at the matchups. Dallas's D is better against the run. If you look at DVOA and advanced stat against the run, they are seventh. Dallas's D, twenty sixth against the pass. Do you really want to be taking a team that's twenty sixth against the pass against Drew Brees? Now, let's flip it the other side. Saints D is better against the run. It's number three. The Saints have the third best D against the run in the entire NFL. Twenty eighth against the pass. So it's a perfect storm of matchup disadvantage for Dallas here. They want to run. That's tough against the Saints. Saints want to pass. That's easy against Dallas. And also, Thursday favorites over a touchdown. This goes back 30 years. And that's obviously the Saints here. 42 winners, 22 losers. There's something about Thursday that creates high, even road teams. Road teams are 70% in that spot. So it creates high variance I think it's another reason not to jump on the Cowboys. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.